Lions, Bengals, and Bears, none of my guys scared. Chase rumbling, any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry, I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money, I pray he leave with his health. Yeah, uh, the physical and mental. The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions. This rap shit, I lick the niggas, I ain't about to knock it. This whole summer I was buying all the winter product. And I tried being peaceful, but my peace was getting bothered. So no doubt we got them eagles, we go Carson Wentz, Stefani. Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 146 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Man, listen. If you follow me on social media, you know your boy was down bad all last week, man. I mean, super down bad. That's why I haven't talked to you guys in a while, man. Uh, my uh, allergies, sinuses, all acting up. Everything shut down on me. I tried to record a couple times last week, but I couldn't push through, man. I said I can't, I can't go on there like this, man. So we got a lot to talk about. Okay, we got a lot to talk about. We got, I got to recap some things that I missed. I'm, the whole, the first round of the playoffs are over. We got to go back, and, you know, backtrack and talk about that. Got to talk about the the fans. Fan behavior, man. I want to go back and touch on that stuff. Uh, the Kyrie versus Boston. I do want to go back in that. Um, the Naomi Osaka situation. Um, the Julio trade that happened yesterday. And then the spectacle that we saw last night. Um, all the ins and outs of everything that we saw last night in Miami. So let's start there. Let's start, you know, let's start there and then we'll backtrack. So let's start. With what we saw last night, man. Um, you know, we had the Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul eight round exhibition match live on Showtime, uh, down there in Miami at the Hard Rock Stadium. So the event itself, it was very entertaining. I'll say that, man. It was very entertaining. It was very, very entertaining. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I wasn't mad at it. Was not mad at it. Listen, I let's start off with the Floyd and uh, Logan Paul situation. Then we'll get to the Chad Johnson and then the two actual fights that were on the card. I don't know why everybody's mad at Floyd. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why anybody was expecting a knockout or you know uh, a big flurry, a uh, Floyd uh, speed. I don't know what you guys were expecting. This man's 44 years old. He's 44. Hands are brittle now. You know, he's had he's he's always had hand problems towards the back half of his career. He went up against a 26-year-old, 6'2", however much, you know, what, one 190? The kid, Logan Paul is a big boy, man. I know Floyd didn't take this seriously. I know he didn't train. I know he got in there, and it was just an exhibition. It was what it was. No winner or loser. You know, they, they, the punch stats, Floyd obviously blew Logan Paul out the water. But I don't I don't think I got I my hopes were not high. OK, let me say that my my uh, expectations for the event last night were not high. Like I wasn't going into it thinking, oh, this is going to be the fight of the century or Floyd about to go out there and put on a master class, put on a clip. No, no, I knew Floyd was going to go out there. 
dance, you know, throw his hands a little bit, show some defense. But, you know, he he, he did what he did. You know, he put his hands on Logan Paul a couple times, and then, you know, Logan Paul just used his weight and stayed up upright, you know, and, and wore, you know, wore because he was worn out. So he stayed upright, held himself up. And, um, yeah, man, but Floyd at 44, man, he looked good. He did look good. I will, he, he did look good, man. His hands, they still work. His reflexes are still there. Still best defensive fighter in the world. You feel me? He, he, he still got it. That's all I saw. I saw that. I think, you know, the, the amount of outrage of, you know, it's fake outrage to me. I really don't know what you guys expected last night, man. I really don't. I don't. I don't know what you guys thought was going to happen. I don't. You guys thought he was going to knock him out in one round. I don't. Nah. Nah. Like Floyd said, man. They're going to be mad at me if I drag it out for eight rounds. And they're going to be mad at me if I end it fast. There, there was going to be no satisfying anybody last night. Nobody's going to be satisfied. Whether you, you know, Floyd knocked him out or not. If he knocked him out, it would have been all Logan took a dive. But. You know, they drag it out. He goes all eight rounds, and now it's, oh, Floyd. Yeah, no, nah, you guys wouldn't have been satisfied either way. Um, You know, I love Floyd. I do. I love Floyd. I do. I knew what this was. And that's why I wasn't mad at him, because I knew what it was. It's a money grab, man. It's a money grab. He, like you said, man, it, it, it was a legal robbery. Well, hold on. Let me, let me get the quote correctly. Let me... Let me read the quote off correctly. What did he say? What did he say it was, man? This man said, when it comes to legalized bank robbing, I'm the best. 100%, man. He, you know, he said it wasn't a real fight. It was like sparring in the gym. Um, Yeah, man. He, he said, uh, you know, he could have probably scored the KO if he wanted to. He said, I could have pressed. I could have pressed real, real hard and thrown some crazy combinations. Uh, his goal was to survive, and that was a win for him. Yeah, that's all it was, man. It it, it wasn't it wasn't that serious. Um, I think the media and you guys made it that serious. You know, I don't think this was. Now, the McGregor fight was different. That was a first of all, that was a real fight. That was his fiftieth win. That was a real legitimate, you know, twelve round fight. Um, that that was you know he he took seriously. To a certain extent, he got McGregor out of there. This wasn't that. This wasn't that at all. This was not that at all. This is 44-year-old Floyd Mayweather just getting a bag the best way he knows how. Um, he made a bunch of money off this. And I'm not mad at him, man. I'm not. Um, you know, look, three years ago, two, three years ago when the exhibition era began, I said how much I hated it. But, you know, I think after last night, hmm, I wasn't too mad at it when when we got real boxing going on. We got boxers involved. Maybe you know keep the UFC fighters away from it. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I wasn't. I, I I'll say, out of all the exhibitions I've seen, you know, the exhibition about this was the best one. I enjoyed it. I did. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, shout. You know, good job to Logan Paul for using his size and. You know, staying in it and making it look good, but it was what it was. I don't, I don't know why everybody was so upset, man. I don't, I don't. Casual fans, like I said, they can't blur the lines with this stuff. All that was last night was entertainment, man. Entertainment, it was like WWE sports entertainment. That's all it was, man. 
That's all it was. It was nothing more, nothing less. I don't know what you guys were expecting. I don't know what you know why you guys thought this was going to be such a big thing, and it really wasn't. Um, Floyd said he don't think he's going to do this again, and he probably won't. Um, I don't think he should. I don't think so. I don't think it's necessary. I think he's done. I really think you know this was his it. At the end, I'll be all you know. Is what it is. And then you know the boxing peers like myself, you know, you know Canelo Alvarez. He, he tweeted tweet out there. The face palm emoji. It's like whatever, man. It's whatever. It's whatever, bro. That man, forty-four years old. He bored, and he just making money. That's it. That's it. I'm, I understand. People may think you know it, it tarnishes. It don't tarnish nothing. Like that man said, he going into the Hall of Fame, regardless. He getting into the Hall of Fame already. He's already been inducted to the Hall of Fame for boxing. He's good. He has nothing left to prove, and that's a fact. That's a fact. All it was last night was a money grab. Um, I enjoyed the entrances, his entrance. You know, that was that was fire. I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, man, as far as Floyd goes, yeah, it was the world was. It was exciting. I was happy to see him, you know, in the ring. Um, and I think my top five Friday will be based around Floyd because I really, really think y'all forgot how bad that man really was. So. I got. I think I got something special for y'all this Friday, but let's go back to the Chad Johnson fight, man. Him and what's the kid? What's the man's name? Brian Maxwell, Byron or Brian Maxwell. He was that was his second pro boxing bout. So he, you know, he was a bare knuckle fighter. So he's a fighter, but not you know a professional boxer and you know seasoned professional boxing. But Chad Johnson, man, I follow. I follow Chad Johnson on social media. I've been following Chad Johnson on social media for years now. And I you know, I know he's an avid boxing watcher and I know he's been he's sparred with pros before and he's always been, you know, he's been in and out of the ring training. And I was happy to see him do that, man. That was cool as hell. Somebody who truly loves the sport and actually took it serious and got in there, you know, trained and had a camp and got in there and showed out, man, I was so happy, man. I was so happy, man. Chad, he, he was working his jab. His footwork wasn't that bad. In the When he got dropped, and I knew as soon as he got dropped in the fourth round, by the way, it wasn't like it was in the first round, like Nate Robinson. He got dropped in the first fourth round. It was an awkward drop. Like he, his feet were crossed. He was off balance. He got caught, but it wasn't like he was shook. He got right back up and finished the fight, man. Chad, Chad won that fight, by the way. I don't know if y'all, you know, we was keeping score. Chad won that fight, three rounds, three rounds to one. Um, but of course, you know, the media, everybody want to make jokes, but it, I didn't find it funny. I thought it was just somebody boxing who got dropped. He got right back up. He ain't like he got knocked out. Hell of an effort from Chad Johnson, man. You know, this is a guy who's like, you know, they showed it on the tape last night, bull riding. He's raced horses. He's done. Uh, NASCAR race Chad done has done it all, man. So that was cool, you know, to watch him check that off his bucket list. Now that I can appreciate, you know, that I can appreciate. Um, you know, somebody who you know really took it seriously, man. That was cool. That was cool as hell. I was proud of Chad, man. Definitely was proud of Chad. Um, the Hurd fight, man. I was disappointed in Jared Hurd. Now I know. You know, he he just lost his pops not too long ago. God rest his soul. Um, you know, you know, prayers out to the herd family. You know, I was you know, I was hard 
Hard to hear that. Sorry to hear that. And I don't know if it was too soon. Because I don't know. He didn't look all the way there mentally yet, you know, for this. But as far as the fight goes, all outside things aside, I was very disappointed in him. It was it was some of the, he just showed me some of the same things that has has always been a problem for him. You know, he's not using his size or his length. You know, it's just like, bro, you 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 got the length, use it. Why are you fighting in the inside? You're supposed to fight on the outside. You're too tall to be fighting on the inside with your head down and getting caught with a barrage of shots because that's all it was. He was smothering he was smothering his own punches. You got a big fire, you putting it out yourself, smoldering the fire, because you want to fight on the inside with a smaller fighter. That's not what you do. That's not what you do. That's that. That don't it don't work like that. It don't work like that. I already know the Charles was gonna clown him right after that, and they did rightfully so because he got in there. That wasn't what he was supposed to do, man. You gotta you gotta use your length. Work that jab and then hook off of it. But from the outside, don't get in the inside and try to play the inside game and throw short uppercuts and try to work the body from the inside. That's not what you do when you are a taller, lankier fighter. That's not what you do, man. You tell, and this is coming from somebody who is the complete opposite, bro. I'm five, what five six. I got little, little, little T-Rex arms, dog. God be blessing the people, people with the wrong things, man. If God would have blessed me with the with the ability to box, right? You know, I mean, I could probably, I know I could probably box. I'm not gonna lie. But if I was tall, you know, six something with you know nice long arms, man, I would. I'd be damned if I fought on the inside. I'd have been on the outside, hooking off the jab, just making it do what it do. But, you know, it's easier said than done. But I just think that when you hinder your own success, it's really nothing I can, you know, I can't defend that. I can't defend that. I can't. I cannot defend somebody who's not, you know, using what they have to the best of their ability. I just, you know, it's it's nothing we can do with that. You feel me? There's nothing we can do with that. But, you know, I was happy to see him back in the ring, period. But I didn't, you know, I wasn't happy with the outcome and, you know, his performance was not happy at all. Um, you know, the guy who fought Badu Jack took the fight on a week's notice, but he was supposed to fight next week. So I'm assuming he had a full camp, but he went out there and just looked a damn mess. That was that was bad. He didn't, you know, Badu Jack was supposed to fight Jean Pascal. Anyway, but yeah, man. All in all, um, you know, key takeaways from the whole event. Uh, you know, shout out to Chad Johnson for stepping in there. Um, you know, Logan Paul did what he, you know, did. I guess. Um, I don't think it's for him. I don't think boxing is for Logan Paul. I I, I don't think so. You know, and Logan Paul. Um, you see, see, out of the two brothers, he seemed like the one with his head screwed on. A little more. I mean, he he's an ass, but I think he he's a little more grounded than Jake Paul. There's something wrong with Jake Paul. Jake Paul, uh, he a little off, right? Um, you know, that's the one I want somebody to really knock out. I don't really have a problem with Logan Paul, honestly. I know I don't really have too much of a problem with him. Um, he seems like a you know and, you know looks can be deceiving. You know, I don't know too much about them. I know there's been controversy surrounding them, but. I think Logan Paul last night came off as a, you know, a humble guy to a certain extent. 
you know, you know what he said after the fight. I I respected that, but um, yeah, boxing's not for him. I don't think he takes it as serious as Jake does. Uh, I don't think that's something he should pursue, um, especially with his weight where he would be fighting at. That's not something he should pursue. Um, once again, don't know why everybody's upset with Floyd. Oh, you ain't knocking YouTuber out. So what? So what? You, you, do you think you could knock Jake Paul? I mean Logan Paul out. You think you could get in there and knock Logan Paul out? It's not easy, man. It's not. It's not an easy thing, especially at 44 years old. But yeah, I'm not mad at Floyd for last night. It is what it is. It was entertaining. Like I said, this is the exhibition era that we're in. And just people don't understand that, man. People don't understand that. I've grown to understand it. Listen, trust me. I hated this at first. I still don't like it, but it is what it is. It's making money. It's making money. And I know the Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley fight is in what, August? Woodley probably about to see his biggest payday fighting Jake Paul. This is the same, you know, this is Tyron Woodley who's been in the UFC. Cracking and getting his skull cracked for 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 peanuts, so it's money in this man. It's money in it. it. Is what it is. That's where we at, man. It's it's bag season. You better get you one. You better get it how you live, dog. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, let's see where we going to next, man. So I think I think that's all I have for that. Let me make sure I don't got any more points to make. I think I pretty much got off my chest the majority of what I was thinking last night as I watched it. All right, so let's go to the Julio trade because I woke up. I think I because I, I didn't go to I went to bed kind of late uh, Saturday night, um, so I woke up to the uh, Julio trade and I was like, oh wow, because I think last time I talked to you guys, I said. I think my three teams, I think the tennis, I think the Titans were on that list. I think the Titans were on that list. But let's see. Because I don't know what were the details of that trade. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. All right. So the Falcons traded uh, Tennessee. So the Titans will send a 22, 2022 second round draft pick, a 2023 fourth round draft pick. Oh. Along with Jones. Wait, what? Dog, all they did was trade a second and a fourth. And they get a sixth back with Julio? Oh, that's nuts. Uh, I mean, look, man. Pre-draft, I can see. The price being up there. Pre-draft. And I can also understand why nobody would bite on that. I can't. I can understand why the asking price was a little nuts. Pre-draft. But but Julio Jones is 32 years old, man. He's 32 years old. Let's, 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 let's not act like he's 22. He's 32. Right, he's 32 years old. Hasn't played a full season since 2015. 
Excuse me. Wait, I lied. Hold on. Hold on. I lied. Hasn't played a full season since 2018. Okay, he missed He missed the game in 2019. He missed the, um, almost half the season last year. Um, you know, this is a guy who's only played a full season one, two, three times. Out of his uh, nine-year career? Yeah. You know, so I can see why the asking price or the the final sale, the final deal wasn't as high as people expected it to be. Now, you look at these other teams that may have may or may not have been involved or if you feel like your team should have gotten involved, if you're a Ravens fan or a Packers fan or a Rams fan or any fan in the NFL, a Chargers fan, you got to think, man, was the, would the money have been right for your team? Would Julio have fit in, you know, with your team? You know, I make a lot of jokes about Ravens fans, and you know, but I just, like I said, I do not think Julio would have fit in with that system. And you can say, oh, we would have made it to fit. But I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I think that the Tennessee Titans made the most sense. Look at the upside. And I, you guys got to stop making it seem like Tannehill is a bad quarterback. Tannehill was not a bad quarterback. He's not. I like Ryan Tannehill. He impacts the game. He has an impact on the game, whether it's throwing the ball or running the ball, because he can move. He can move. Look at the upside. Look at the offense. You got A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, 86. And then Derrick Henry in the backfield. Tannehill on the center. You got Julio Jones. Adding him to the offense only spreads the defenses out more. You're going to get more double teams on Julio. That means A.J. Brown's going to be open. Imagine what the red zone situations are going to look like. You got to worry about Derrick Henry in the backfield. You got to worry about uh, a direct snap QB draw with, with Tannehill. You got to worry about that. You got to worry about the fake. Because you know we've seen that happen so many times. Derrick Henry fake up the middle or fake to the left. The whole defense goes one way and then Ryan Tannehill walks in the end zone. Then you got to worry about jump balls with A.J. Brown. Jump balls with Julio Jones in the red zone. Deep threat. All Tannehill got to do is throw that some gun up. That's it. That's all he got to do. He has a big arm. That's all he got to do. Throw it up. Julio just got to stay healthy, man. That's it. Stay healthy. That's all you got to do. All you got to do. And I'm sitting at the second pick. In a fantasy draft, and I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, just, I'm serious. I really don't know who I'm taking with the second pick. I have no clue. No clue. I might take a kicker, honestly. No, I'm lying. I don't know. I don't know who I'm taking with the second pick. I don't know. We'll see when we get there. It's months away. But I don't think that Derrick Henry's, um, I think this is good for him. I do. I think this is good for the Titans. My my only problem with the Titans, not their offense. I think their offense is good. Their offense will be fine. You know, the Packers have had, last season, they had the best offense in the world. Can your defense get a stop? That's that. If, you're, if your defense can't get you on the field, 
then you know what I mean it don't mean anything um but I think this Titans team look like a AFC South champion to me early or on paper early 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 man this is gonna be this is gonna be interesting I'm glad it went down this way you know happy for Julio he needed a change of scenery um you know AJ Brown he, he manifested this one for sure for sure. I'm not mad at this, man. I'm not mad at this. Good luck to everybody in the AFC, though. Good luck to y'all. Good luck to the AFC South. Good luck to anybody on the schedule of the Titans. Good luck to anybody who's uh may run into the Titans in the playoffs. That offense is going to be deadly. If healthy. Julio just got to stay healthy. It don't matter if Julio can't stay healthy. Like I said, man, at 32 years old, he's only had three full seasons. That's why the price wasn't as high as people thought it was. It's not. It, 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 it's, it's not like it's 2016 or 2015. You, you, you go back a couple of years, yeah, the price would have been crazy. But it's 2021. It's not a 28 years old, 27 years old Julio Jones. He's 32. When is his birthday? When does he turn 33? He turns 33. Um, give me a minute. He turns thirty three. Oh, he just turned thirty two. All right, he don't turn thirty two. He don't turn thirty three till February. So the season will be over by the time he's thirty three. So I think he's thirty two years old. Okay, we'll see, man. But I'm happy for Julio. Definitely, yeah. It's gonna be interesting, man. It's definitely gonna be interesting. All right, we'll be at. So from the from the gridiron to the hardwood, man. Let's go. To basketball and talk about the playoffs Let me tell y'all something man I'm over it man I'm over it I'm done I'm done with the playoffs dog I'm done I'm, I'm, I'm highly upset The Bucks end up sweeping Miami Um, I don't know Did I Did I address this I haven't talked to y'all in so long man I really haven't Let me see Let's go Whoa 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 I just wanted to see the description. I didn't say play the episode. Aaron Barney, deep I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. When the episode would drop? This was May 27th. May 27th. I don't know. I don't think the heat was out yet. But the Bucks end up sweeping Miami. Um... I think you know the Heat's the Heat's best shot was Game One. Um, they couldn't close the show in Game One, and you know they lose in overtime, and and then after that it just seemed like the Bucks was just smacking them around, just shooting them out the gym. I'm talking, you know, we saw it, the thirty point leads, the barrage, the three pointers. The Heat had no answer for nobody. Nobody they had no answer for nobody on the on the Bucks roster. Um, like I said, man. You know, outside of the show, I was discussing this. Is the Bucks just got better? They got better. They got better. You had P.J. Tucker, um, Bobby Portis, Drew Holiday. They upgraded this offseason. They upgraded big time, big time. They upgraded uh, Miami. They lose Jay Crowder. You know, ultimately losing Kelly Olynyk. Um, you know, these are guys that gave them good minutes. In that Buck series They didn't have a lot of size In this series So there was no wall You know the great wall of Miami 
It was no warm. And then, you know, Tyler Hero didn't show up. You know, Jimmy was being too passive. It wasn't a good look. But I'm glad it happened this way because now Pat Riley knows, you know, them kids, they expendable, man. Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, they can they, they can be dealt, man. They can be dealt. You know, we trying to win ball games, man. We we I'm not too worried about the boys, the men experience, man. I want to win, all right? Uh, I'm good on, on growing the youth, man. Don't give a damn about the youth. I'm sorry. I, I do care about the youth, but, man, please. Please, man. That boy Tyler Hero just got somebody pregnant. He is not worried about playing right now. God bless him, though. But, yeah, the Bucks. Went on and got us up out of there. So my my team is out. And then my my second team, my Lakers, they out too. The Heat and the Lakers were in the finals this past season. They had the shortest offseason. Season in, in riddled with injuries, COVID. It, it was just bad for the Lakers, man. And he bad for them. So and then they ended up being eliminated in the first round. I hope they go get them some rest. Much needed rest. And I hope they'll be back next season, man. Because you know, Adam Silver, he going to hell for this, man. He going to hell for making them boys play like that, man. And then all these back to backs on the on the NBA teams, period, man. It's been nothing but injuries. This whole season, this this season was nasty, man. It was nasty. So you know, you know the Lakers, you know they 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 was getting smoked too. AD goes down. I don't know why that young man. He too, he's too young to not be able to still stay healthy, man. He cannot be hurt all the time. There's just no way. That's just nuts to me, man. I'm sorry, but you're too young for your body to not be holding up. When it's a 36 years old, 36 year old man who body holding up better than yours, that don't make sense to me. Um, but the Lakers definitely got to make some big, big moves, big tweaks to that roster. Kyle Kuzma gotta go. Wesley Matthews gotta go. Andre Drummond gotta go. Only people I want is KCP. Caruso and AD. Other than that, they gotta go. Gotta go. Something gotta give, man. Something gotta give, man. Them boys. Kyle Kuzma is awful, dog. I I didn't know he was that bad, but, bro, he is that bad. That game six, the Lakers had all the momentum in the world, bro. They was on their way back. They got it down to 11. And Kyle Kuzma, I don't know if he was trying to lay it up, pass it, oop it. I don't know what the hell he was doing, but it's just like he threw the ball at the backboard. And it it, it just, oh, it sounded so bad. You see, it sounded so bad. It was like a, th- a mistwerk something, a mistwerk something thunderclap. Like, if you know, you know, pow, pow. It, that's how it came off the, off the goddamn backboard. Just clapped off the backboard. Shout out to mistwerk something. But crazy, man. Killed the momentum. So, you know, Kyle Kuzma is a double agent. I'm convinced, man. He he has a hidden agenda. 
Um, so, you know, the Suns end up going on to the next round. And I don't care that the Suns won. I, you know, I, I don't have a problem with the, uh, Devin Booker. I, you know, I like his game. Um, I'm not too fond of Chris Paul. You know, Chris Paul can go to hell. Um, and then I damn sure, I, I, I just didn't want Jay Crowder to win because now y'all got that boy running around like he popped. And that's crazy to me. It really is. Ugh, yuck. Um, who else went home? Denver sent Dame home, and Dame had a game five dog. 54 of them. 54 of them things, man. Double overtime. That was the best game of the playoffs so far. Just for, I don't know who that man was. Somebody with goggles. And then C.J. McCollum stepped out of bounds. That was eerily similar to that uh, game with LeBron. That game one against the Warriors with the, with the J.R. not knowing the time thing. That was very similar to that situation. Dame was on, man. Dame was on. And they, they lose that game. Then they ended up going to lose in six. It's time for Dame to get the hell away from Portland, man. Free him. Please free him. Please, um, you know, the 76ers beat the Wizards in five. I, I didn't see that going any other way. Um, Brooklyn beat the Boston in five. They just had too much firepower, but Jason Tatum had a hell of a series. Um, Trey Young, man, Trey Young and the Knicks. I mean, Trey Young and the Hawks, man, sent the Knicks pack in five, just like I wanted them to. Um, they took the games two and three at home and then came back um, and closed the show, man. I mean, excuse me, it took three and four on the road. I mean, three and four at home. Then came back and closed the show at the Garden. And then Trey gave him a bow and was talking that talk. I loved that, man. That was beautiful. Poetic justice, man. Um, Utah sent John Morant and Memphis home in five. Um, wasn't surprised by that. And then the goddamn... Whoo, man. The real pandemic P is Kristoff's Pazingas, man. Him and Kyle Kuzma, they are terrible, man. Poor Luka, dog. Luka don't deserve this, man. I, I thought they had that serious. Game six, it could have been over. I think it was up. They was up game six. And look, man, Luka been playing pro basketball since he was five years old. If Luka say don't call a timeout, don't call a timeout. Mavs coach call a timeout. What happened after that? The Mavs have that worst stretch of that game, arguably of that series until yesterday, and they fold and they lose the game. You had all the momentum. Don't don't hinder your own success, man. Take that's the lesson today, man. Do not hinder your own success. Write that down. Don't do that, man. Do not do that. That's that's what you don't want to do. You do not want to do that. You don't. So my condolences, RIP to all the teams that we lost in round one. But we are on to round two. Game James Harden will not be playing tonight. Um, but I don't think that'll be a problem because the Nets held their own without him. But, you know, it's sad that he went out like that 40 seconds into game one. Uh, let's see. So what we got? Yeah, so we got the Bucks and Nets tonight at 730. And then game one of the Nuggets and Suns. I, I, I'm going to be completely... I do not care about any of these series anymore, bro. I'm over the playoffs. I, I am, man. Look, the Heat gone. Tatum gone. Luka gone. Braun gone. I don't give a damn. You, If you think I'm about to sit down 
and take my free time and watch a Denver Nuggets versus Phoenix Phoenix Suns series, you're out your damn mind. If you think I'm about to sit down and watch the Clippers and the Jazz, you're out your goddamn mind. I'm going to go see what's going on with the Stanley Cup Finals, the Stanley Cup Playoffs. Because honestly, the only reason I'm watching the NBA Playoffs is for Trey Young. And until Trey Young go, then I'll go. And then I'll see y'all when the season come back or, or, or in the final. I, I just don't care. It's, it's not interesting to me. It's not, man. They don't have my attention. I'm sorry. I'm only watching for Trey. I am. Game one of that series was, ooh, wow. I mean, it was at one point the Hawks were up 20, 20. Then you look at the score with like a minute left, and they just fell apart, like completely fell apart. Uh, and they they got the lead down to the lead was dwindled down to two. Uh, Triple H was about to run on the court. It was a nut show in Philly, but they cl- they ended up winning. Um, but you know, I, I really, really want the Hawks to keep pressing on. I think if they take Game Two, I don't know, man. That's that's going to be big. If they can win two on the road, that's going to be big for them, obviously. But that, ooh, boy, that'll be huge. Dog, I said this in a group message yesterday. If the Bucks end up beating, the, um, excuse me, if the Nets end up beating the Bucks, and the Hawks come out of this series uh, versus Philly, and Trey Young ends up coming up from Atlanta and beating every team in the tri-state area, that would be crazy. To go to the finals, that would be nuts. If he, he beats the Knicks, then he beats Philly. And then he goes back to New York. He goes to Brooklyn and beats the Nets. I don't know, man. That would be one of the... And this is the first playoff run, right? Yes. That might be the greatest first playoff run ever. I'm just saying. You knock out the Knicks in Philly and then Brooklyn, you know, shoot. That would be nuts. But, hey, same thing if he can can, can beat the Bucks too. If, if the Hawks can, you know, mess around go to the finals. That would be crazy, man. That'd be crazy. I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That would be nuts. That would be nuts. Um, let's see, let's see. Uh what we have? Almost to forty. Alright, so it's almost we almost about here. Uh alright. I really don't care about the Boston situation with Kyrie anymore. We're gonna cut that out. We yeah, we don't really need it. That's old news now and it is what it is. Um, you know, yeah, we get it, Kyrie stepped on the logo, yeah, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Alright, let's talk about the Naomi Osaka situation, I'm gonna get you guys about it here. So, last time I talked to you guys, um, Naomi Osaka, she was standing up to the media and protecting her mental health, basically saying, you know, she didn't want to talk to the media, you know, and... Like I said, I completely understood that. The media, they ask these athletes dumb questions multiple times. And it can be, it can weigh you down. You know, you, you, you it's in the job description. But you want to show up, do your thing, and go. A lot of athletes are not media darlings or, or people who like to be in front of the spotlight when they're not doing their thing. The media is just something extra to them. You You feel me? You feel me? It, it, it's just something extra to them. So, you know, to have Naomi Osaka come out and say that, 
It's big, you know, especially at this time, you know, where she is in her career. She's so young in her career and, and you know, doing big things already for her to take the stand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I respect that. So then, you know, the commission would go on to fine her, I think, 15 racks and then threaten to make her uh, forfeit her matches, which was crazy to me. Now, hold on. So after the fact, you know, come. Who is calm? What is calm? Hold on. Okay, so the Calm app offers to pay fines for tennis players skipping press. Um, you know who skipped the press conference? I don't know what Calm is. What is what is this app? Mental health as mental health. What do they do? Oh, it's a meditation relaxation app. I might have to download that my goddamn self. So you know, the Calm ends up saying, "Yo, we'll pay. We'll pay the charges for anybody who get fined." Alright, that's that's what's up. Shout out to them. Back to what I was saying. So according to them, them as in the commission, uh Naomi not speaking to the media gave her an advantage over her opponents. So you've admitted that press conferences can be mentally taxing and therefore have an effect on the athletes and their games, meaning it has an out an an effect on the outcome of the matches. Cut the BS, man. Cut the cut the BS, man. Cut the BS. So you're telling me that her skipping out on the media gives her the one up on her opponent who had to go deal with the media. So you're saying she's right. And you're pissed that she's right. And you don't want to look dumb. So you gotta Okay. I, I I get it. I see the plot. I do. Um so you know, this would lead to Naomi withdrawing from the French Open. You know, something I truly hated to see. Let me go read. Uh, which he posted when this happened. Give me one minute. Let me pull that up, pull that up real quick. Um, she says hi, hi everyone. This isn't a situation I ever imagined or intended when I posted a few days ago. I think now the best thing for the tournament, the other players, and my well-being is that I withdraw so that everyone can get back to focusing on the tennis going on in Paris. I never wanted to be a distraction, and I accept that my timing was not ideal and my message could not have been could have been clear, clearer. Excuse me. More importantly, I would never uh, trivialize mental health. Or use the term lightly. The truth is that I have suffered long bouts of depression since the U.S. Open in 2018. And I have had a really hard time coping with that. Anyone that knows me knows I'm introverted. And anyone that has seen me at the tournaments will notice that I'm often wearing headphones. As it helps me dull my social anxiety. Though the tennis press has always been kind to me, and I want to apologize, especially to all the cool journalists who I may have uh, hurt. I am not a, pu- a natural public speaker and get huge waves of anxiety before I speak to the world's media. I get really nervous and find it stressful to always try to engage and give you the best answers I can. So here in Paris, I was already feeling vulnerable and anxious. So I thought it was better to exercise self-care and skip the press conferences. I announced it preemptively because I do feel like the rules are quite outdated in parts and I wanted to highlight that. 
I wrote privately to the tournament apologizing and saying that I would be more than happy to speak with them after the tournament as the slams are intense. I'm going to take some time away from the court now, but when the time is right, I really want to work with the tour to discuss ways we can make things better for the players, press, and fans. Anyways, hope you are all doing well, staying safe. Love you guys. I'll see you when I see you. She shouldn't have had to apologize to anyone, but I think this is going to be bigger than what we just saw. I don't think this is the end of this. I think that this will lead to rule changes and, you know, you know, more things happening, uh, you know, in the tennis world. You know, I have nothing but respect for Naomi and what she's doing. Um, everyone wants to be a mental health advocate and act like they care until it's at their front door. And that's a fact. That's a fact And I think we'll leave it there man I think we'll leave it there um, Thank you guys for bearing with me And continuing to listen while I was off I saw I saw you guys man Thank you guys for continuing to tune in I hope you enjoyed today's episode man I hope you guys have a blessed and great week um, I know you know we're what Seven days into June But it's the first time I'm talking to you man New month new opportunity new blessings um, I, I pray that you guys you know Do you know Hit your goals for this month Do whatever you need to do We're halfway through 2021 Um Man thank you guys for tuning in Um Shout out to Stadium Scene TV I'll be back on Thursday For episode 147 And then Uh Friday I'll be back on YouTube First YouTube drop of the month Um Yeah man Um So for the 146th time I'm Eric Lyons You have just been Electrified